Philadelphia. Get ready to be inspired. If you need help finding the light in the darkness, don't touch that dial. Let's navigate life through the lens of hope with Scotty P. Inspirational speaker Scotty P speaks the importance of mental health in society and encourages techniques to overcome the everyday mental health obstacles that hold us back in life. It's not just inspiration, it's Scotty P. Inspiration. Hello, everybody, to another episode of the Scotty P Inspiration Show here with your host, Scott Prendergast, a.k.a. Scotty P. Thank you for joining me again on this Monday, and I hope that by listening to this show, you'll be able to learn to navigate your life through the lens of hope and rediscover the resilience within yourself. So, everybody, thank you again for joining me for another episode here today. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend, had a chance to recharge, re-energize, and retool yourself so that you can get ready for this week and all the different challenges that you might face. So, everybody, if you're on aware if it's your first time listening. I am your host. My name is Scott Prendergast, aka Scotty P, and this is my show. And I'm super excited for you to be here today. I've got a lot to talk about. I've got a great topic that I think is super relatable for everybody here that's going to be tuning into the show, okay? So without further ado, you know how I like to do things. I like to just jump right into it. I want you to be able to take this whole almost 30 minutes of this show so that you can take it run with it and learn things from this show and apply it immediately to your life right now. So without further ado, everybody, let's introduce our topic today. And we're going to be talking about hmm, an interesting one, self-doubt. Oh yeah, we're talking about it. You're probably doubting that you have self-doubt, but you do have self-doubt because everybody's got self-doubt, right? So today we're talking all about self-doubt, what it is, what it looks like, and of course, how to work through it. All right, now with anything we talk about, it's not to get rid of it because these things are always going to be there, but it's to learn how to identify it, how to manage it and work through it in a healthy, proper way so that we can live our lives and not be chained down by these different things that, you know, that we deal with. Okay. So I always like to start with a quote, as many of you know, and my quote for today is as followed. It goes like this. If you hear a voice within you that says you cannot paint, then by all means paint and that voice will be silenced. And that is by none other than Vincent Van Gogh, the famous painter. I love this quote. And I think it has a lot to do with self-doubt today because he's talking exactly about that. He's saying that here, here you have one of the most famous painters of all time. I'm pretty sure it's the dude that like painted Starry Night or something. I don't know what he painted, but he did, he did a lot of things, right? One of the famous best painters of our history. And he's out here saying that he has a voice that says you can't paint. That he has a voice of self-doubt in his own head. One of the guys that is at the top of his field was one of the best to ever do it by far. And yet this guy is still dealing with self-doubt as well. So what does that tell me? That tells me a couple of things. It tells me that everybody's got this. There's nobody that's free from self-doubt. There's nobody that's never going to not have it. But it also tells me that somebody who's successful doesn't ask that doubt to go away completely, but they learn to take action on it so that they can do something about it. In this case, he's saying by painting, he's silencing that voice. So for you, the listener, for you today, it might not be painting. You might not be a superstar like Van Gogh or whatever, but you do have self-doubt. You do have those things that say you can't do this, that you're, you won't be able to do that, that you shouldn't do this or that. And so my question to you is, how are you responding to that self-doubt? Are you responding to it like your boy Van Gogh here and just saying, I'm going to paint anyways and silence it? Or are you feeding that self-doubt? And allowing that self-doubt to control every action, every move that you make. And that's something that I want you to think about throughout the show here today. Maybe write that down. Do whatever you have to do, listeners. But think about that. What is your response to the self-doubt that you have? Okay? 
Think about that. And we're going to talk about it more a little bit later. So as we're moving on here to kind of really dive into things, one of the first parts that I wrote down about self-doubt is realizing this self-doubt. It's a bully, right? It is just any way you slice it. It is a bully and self-doubt cannot stand to see you succeed because that just illuminates its own insignificance. I'm going to say that again. Self-doubt cannot stand to see you succeed because then it just illuminates its own insignificance. Because we don't need self-doubt. Self-doubt is not an essential thing for us to be able to thrive as humans. No, it's something that's there, unfortunately. Yeah, but we do not need it. And so like any bully that fears insignificance, self-doubt talks a lot. Self-doubt is always popping up in every single situation to try to make itself feel valid, just like a bully who won't leave you alone, who's always got something to say because it feels like they're invalid, right? Self-doubt's the same thing. It's always barking. It's always loud. It's always showing up at the worst times because it knows at those worst times, those significant times, those times where you're on the verge of doing something great, that you're this close to being able to expose self-doubt and the insignificant thing that it is. So obviously it's not going to allow that to happen and it's going to get super loud. And it's at that moment, my friends, that we have a choice to make. It's at those moments that are pivotal when we're really on the verge of something great, of doing something new, of stepping out of our comfort zone that you have to expect self-doubt is going to be there too. It's going to be there and it's going to be loud. Oh yeah, it's going to be loud and it's going to be aggressive and it's going to cause a whole scene and it's going to be flailing its arms and hurling insults at you, yada, yada, yada. That self-doubt is going to be so loud anytime you're about to do something significant. Because what does that mean? That means that you're about to expose self-doubt for what it is, which is insignificant. But the only way that you get to expose it is by taking action on your beliefs, on your strengths, on what you want to do in life. That's the only way that we learn to expose self-doubt. And we got to work on that because it's tough. This is not easy stuff to do. I'm not sitting here saying, okay, all you have to do next time you have self-doubt, just uh, do the opposite of it. Well, you know, ideally that sounds great. And for some people that might be all it takes. But for others, it's a bit more of an involved process than just doing the opposite of the self-doubt, right? And that's okay. You know, and this takes time to learn how to identify it and how to, to fight back against it, how to provide yourself evidence to go back against it so that way you're not being controlled by it. This takes time, and we're going to talk about more of this later, but what is important for us to understand and for you, the listener, to understand is that self-doubt is like any other bully that you've dealt with, all right? It's afraid of being insignificant. It's afraid of not being valid. It's afraid of being nobody and a nothing. So it just yells and gets in your face. But if we can know that and understand that, it'll be that much easier for us to take that first step to moving past that self-doubt. Because we know that anytime self-doubt's around, that means something good must be on the horizon. Okay, so self-doubt is a bully. Remember that first part of the show that I want to kind of kick off. And to sort of tie into that and go a little bit further here, when I was writing down things about self-doubt and I was looking at my own life and people that I've worked with, I realized that we doubt ourselves for really a ton of different reasons, a variety of different reasons. But I found there's really three that we doubt ourselves the most because of. And the three reasons that I doubt our, we doubt ourselves the most are sort of what I listed here. Number one, we doubt ourselves out of fear. Number two, we doubt ourselves out of habit. 
And number three, we doubt ourselves because we think we're supposed to. Huh. I want to repeat those. The three reasons we doubt ourselves the most are, of what I found, again, I didn't do a Harvard review on this. It's just what I found. Three reasons are we doubt ourselves out of fear, number one. We doubt ourselves out of habit, number two. And we doubt ourselves because we think we're supposed to, number three. I found that those are the three most common reasons why self-doubt comes to play and why we continue to doubt ourselves. And let's dive a little bit deeper into each one of these here. Doubting ourselves out of fear, number one. I think this one's probably the most common, which is why I had it as number one, because we're afraid about what we don't know. We're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of stepping out of our comfort zone. We're afraid to try something new in this life. So naturally, we doubt ourselves because it's easy to continue to do what we've always done because that's what we've always, that's what we've always done. That's easy. But anytime there's a significant shift, a significant change, an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for something new, we don't know how that's going to pan out naturally. And instead of just taking that lit risk, taking that leap of faith, we entertain self-doubt a lot. Or maybe we have tried something and it didn't work and then self-doubt comes back again. But ultimately, we're allowing this self-doubt and the fear that comes with it, the fear of failure, perhaps, to keep us from moving and stepping forward and doing what it is that we want to do. Now, when it comes to overcoming self-doubt from fear, what we have to understand is what is it that you truly fear? Now, you don't fear self-doubt. You don't fear that. What you fear is a result of something, right? So maybe that fear is a fear of rejection, a fear of failure, a fear of insignificance, a fear of, of not being perceived a certain way, you know, whatever it is, it's different for every single one of you. But what I want you, the listener, to really take from this is learn to identify what it is that you're afraid of, because then that'll help you to identify that self-doubt and move through it a little bit quicker. Okay, so find what it is that, that you're fearing in that moment. When you see a lot of self-doubt, peel back a layer, go a little bit deeper and say, okay, what is it that I'm afraid of here? Because self-doubt doesn't just show up, there's a fear linked to it. And when we can understand that fear and say, okay, my fear is of, of being insignificant or being this or that, then we can address that and we can work through that fear so that then that self-doubt can start to be chipped away at too. All right, so number one, everybody, when you see self-doubt in your life and you see the fear with it, trace that fear back to the source and see what's going on there, okay? The second part that I have written down, sometimes we doubt out of habit. This one's a little bit interesting here because over a course of a lifetime, think of how many times we have self-doubt. I mean, think of how many times throughout a day, how many times throughout a week, how many times throughout a year, throughout how many times throughout our entire lives do we doubt ourselves? And as humans, we're creatures of habit, right? Whether we want to admit it or not, we do. We like routines in some way. When you start to doubt yourself over and over again, you just get used to it. You just get used to saying, well, that would be nice, but I, I, I can't do that. I mean, look at myself. Oh, well, I would love to go back to school, but I don't have the mental capacity for that. Or, oh, I would love to go for that promotion, but ah, they're just going to give it to somebody else because I can't do anything anyways. Right? It becomes such a habit that we don't even think about it, that we don't even realize we're doing it. We just think that's who we are and what we are supposed to do because we have not identified that we are actually doubting ourselves out of habit because we've been doing it for so long. And like any habit, we want to learn to break that habit. And the first step to breaking that habit, though, is identifying that we're actually doing it. 
So if you look at your life today and you find yourself doubting yourself in so many different circumstances and areas and different whatever it might be, I want you to really stop and think about that. Really think, how many times have I been doubting myself throughout my life? And then I want you to ask yourself, has this doubt ever really helped me? Has doubting myself ever made my situation better? Has doubting myself ever really given me what I've really wanted? Has doubting myself ever really pulled me that much closer to my dreams and desires? I can't answer that for you. I want you to answer that though, okay? Think about that. Think about that. And the first step to breaking that habit of self-doubt is, like I said, to acknowledge it. To see that it's there. Okay? So that's number two. We doubt ourselves out of habit. Number three that I wrote down was we doubt ourselves because we think we're supposed to. This one's a little bit interesting, right? Because it, it doesn't sound like something that we consciously do, right? Like, oh, I'm supposed to doubt myself, so I'm going to doubt myself today because that's what I'm supposed to do. Nobody thinks like that. But yet, when we look at our lives and the course of our lives and what we do and where people are and what we think we're supposed to be, we feel like, okay, well, I'm supposed to doubt myself all the time. I'm not supposed to have confidence. Confidence is for arrogant people. Confidence is for like people that are on the top echelon of society. That, that's not for me. I'm supposed to doubt myself. It's me. I'm human. I'm human. I doubt myself. Yeah, you're human. And yeah, you doubt yourself from time to time. But it doesn't mean that you have to all the time. It doesn't mean you're supposed to doubt yourself all the time. It means that you can learn to fight back against it. Come on, one of the things that I can't stand the most is when I work with people is them saying, well, you know, I'm only human. It's normal for me to doubt. Yes, that is true. But does that mean that you have to let this doubt completely rule and control your life? Is that being human too? Because I think there's some pretty successful people that would disagree with that. So although it's normal to doubt yourself, you don't have to let this doubt be who you are. Okay? So yes, you're going to doubt yourself. But don't think that's what you're supposed to do. What you're supposed to do is what you decide that you want to do. Think about that. And really let that take hold inside of you, okay? Because that's how we can move through that, all right? So everybody, we've got so much more to talk about in the second part of the show. I cannot wait. This is a really pertinent subject. I think a lot of people are going to take some things from it. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back at these quick commercials breaks. It's Scotty P Inspiration. Let's go. Hey everyone, Eric Katz here, the owner of Katz Dogs Canine. Are you working from home and need to get your dog out running around for the day? Will you be traveling this summer and looking for a place to board your pup? Is your dog looking a little shaggy and need a haircut or bath? Are you looking forward to walking around and enjoying this beautiful weather, but you can't because your dog's pulling like a freight train? Well, you're in luck. We're a one-stop shop that focuses on daycare, boarding, grooming, and training. We're located at 35 Middle Road, Percasy, PA on 10 beautiful acres. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Cats Dogs Canine or our website, catsdogscanine.com. Our phone number is 855-CATS-DOG, 855-528-9364. What's going on, everyone? This is Scott Prendergast here, a.k.a. Scotty P. Real quick, I want to talk to you about my business. It's called Scotty P. Inspiration. And what I am is I'm an inspirational speaker, and I want to help others navigate life through the lens of hope. Now, I do this through speaking engagements, but also one-on-one -on -one life coaching. So if you're interested in booking me or doing some of that coaching, let me know. Check me out at www.scottypinspiration.com or check out my Instagram at scottyp underscore inspo. 
Find Yourself Boxes was to create the foster the connection between a person and those in life who may be working through mental health challenges by providing curated and customizable boxes filled with research-backed wellness products that promote healing. Coupling personal experience with professional mental health guidance, Find Yourself Boxes meets people where they are on their journey. Wellness doesn't look the same for every person, and these products are packaged together to touch various aspects of our wellness spectrum. Find your healing with Find Yourself Boxes at findyourselfboxes.com, and you can get 20% off your first purchase. And welcome back, everybody. Thank you again for joining me on the Scotty P Inspiration Show here on Monday. I'm your host, Scott Prendergast, a.k.a. Scotty P, and I'm super excited for you all to be here today. So if you're just joining us, just a quick reminder, if you want to watch previous episodes of my show, you can do it on any major podcast platform and search the Scotty P Inspiration Show. And you can also go on YouTube and check out my YouTube channel, which is Scotty P Inspiration. You can watch the episodes that way as well. Okay, everybody, if you're just joining us today, we are talking about self-doubt. Oh, yeah, something that every single one of us deals with. We're identifying it, we're talking about why it happens, and we're also talking about how to work through it, okay? Now, with that being said, I want to jump into the second part here because I got a lot for you all to be able to take from this. For the second part, I always like to kind of do more strategies that you can take right now, right here, and, and apply to your lives to work on the concepts of what it is we've been talking about, okay? So one of the things that I wrote was as follows. Doubt thrives in the presence of inactivity. I'll say that again. Doubt thrives in the presence of inactivity. Hmm. I love this. And I wrote this the other day and I figured this is so true, right? Because anytime we're doubting ourselves, the more we don't do anything, the more we sit there and think about it, the more we don't take any action. What are we doing? We're allowing that self-doubt to get stronger and stronger and stronger until it gets to a point where we just say, oh, well, you know, I'm done with this. I can't do this anyway. So you move on to something else, right? Self-doubt thrives in the presence of inactivity. When we're not taking action, self-doubt loves that because it's a playground for it to just plant seeds of this and of that, and you're not enough, you're insignificant, you can't do this, you don't matter. And that ground is so fertile when we're inactive in some type of way. So the antidote to this, if you will, when self-doubt thrives in the presence of inactivity, I guess you could say that self-doubt shrivels in the presence of activity. And what we need to do is that when we're doubting something that we really want for ourselves and we really want to do, we got to take action. And this action is not going to be fun because when you're self-doubting, a lot of times it's because something means a lot to you and you're afraid of that outcome that might not be great, right? So it's difficult to just say, go and do it. Just do it. I dare me to do it. Yeah, that's a great idea. And I think it's right. And that's what we should do. But it's not always that simple. Because a lot of times we're, we're, you know, we're insecure and, and we're scared of the outcome and what might be going on. But here's something to consider. What pain is worse? The pain of trying something and failing and maybe falling flat on your face with it? Or the pain of never knowing because you never gave it a shot? Mm. Think about that, listeners. Think about which one of those pains is worse for you. And when you think about that and you come to your conclusion, I hope that that's going to bring forth activity and action for you to go to try what it is that you're going for and to move past that self-doubt, okay? 
So although self-doubt thrives in the presence of inactivity, self-doubt cannot be present in the presence of activity. <clears throat> Consider that, everybody. So keeping our thread rolling here. One of the things that I want you to do too, because I love to make this listener-centric and that's the whole point of the show so you can take stuff from it, is I really want you to ask yourself, where is that doubt coming from? And I want to circle back around to this. I know we talked this at the beginning, but I think this is really important. If we don't know where the doubt is coming from, how in the world can we expect to move through it? Right? We've got to identify it first. Like Anything that I talk about, anything in the mental health world, anything when it comes to providing inspiration and working through stuff in the mind, we've got to really know where it comes from so that that way we can kind of flip the roots, so to speak, and dig them up instead of just trying to you know, cut the branches, so to speak, of it, because they'll grow back. We want to get to the roots and rip it up out of the ground, right? So ask yourself, where is this doubt coming from? Was it something that happened before? Is it out of fear? Is it out of this, out of that? Whatever it is. I don't know what it is for you, listener, but I want you to ask yourself that. When you're doubting yourself for one reason or another, ask yourself, where is this doubt truly coming from? And you're not going to get an answer right away. But by doing this, you're going to help yourself to become more self-aware, to be able to ask more pertinent questions, to be able to open up your mind a little bit to, oh, well, maybe it's from here or there. And you'll be able to find yourself in a situation where you're more understanding about yourself and what you're feeling right now. And when you can truly identify how it is that you're feeling and why you're feeling it, it's going to make things a lot easier for moving forward past it. Right? So ask yourself, where is that doubt coming from? Pinpoint that source so that you can find it. And I think it's going to really make a big difference for you. Find where that self-doubt is coming from. Now, one of the things that I think is interesting here is I think a lot of times people think that once they start to work through this stuff and once they have a couple times where they've worked through self-doubt and, and, and they've seen what can, great things that can happen on the other side, people start to think, okay, well, I'm immune to that now. So that's never going to happen to me again. I worked through my doubts and now they're gone and they always will be. They're never coming back. Unfortunately, friends, that's not how this works. Because self-doubt is something that's always going to be there. It's never not going to be there. You may have times where you work through it and that's great, but then there's going to be another obstacle. There's going to be another challenge and there's going to be another round of self-doubt for you to deal with. Anytime you're doing anything of value in this life, there's going to be doubt. There just is. And if you expect there's not going to be, then, I don't, you know, maybe you're living under a rock. Okay, there's always going to be doubt, but it's about how we respond to that and what we do with it. But we don't have to get mad at ourselves when we work through one self-doubt and say, oh my goodness, I worked through it. But look, here's another self-doubt. Don't get mad at yourself. Don't get down. Don't get discouraged. No, say, yeah, this is good. This is good. This means I'm moving forward. So if we can learn to live in the presence of self-doubt and see that it's there, but not be affected by it, that's where powerful change is going to happen in our lives. That's when we're going to be able to go after the things that we truly want and be the people that we want to be because we're acknowledging self-doubt is there, but we're not allowing it to completely control everything that we do. All right, so just know that. And don't get mad at yourself if you feel like you relapse, so to speak, with self-doubt and you see it again. It's going to be there. But just know you've done it before and you can do it again and you'll continue to do it. But just know that it's not something that's always going to completely disappear, okay? So to kind of tie into that thread, what I was thinking about when I was coming up with this message was sort of like this. 
And what if we learn to just ask ourselves when we have these doubting moments, ask ourselves simply this, what is going to happen if I believe in me? And what is going to happen if I don't? Think about that. What if you're sitting there, you got a huge decision to make, you got this really great, amazing opportunity, and then all of a sudden self-doubt comes out of nowhere and it starts bullying you, it starts reminding you of past events, it starts spewing all this hate and all this garbage, all this blah, 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 blah. And what if in that moment, in response to that self-doubt, we simply just ask ourselves, well, what's going to happen here if I ignore the self-doubt and I believe? And then following that, what if you said, okay, well, wh what's going to happen here if I keep listening to the self-doubt and I don't believe in myself? What's going to happen? Now, very simply, your answer would probably be, okay, well, if I believe in myself, something good's going to happen, or at least I'm going to learn something good. And if I don't believe myself in, in myself, then I have absolutely no chance of achieving what it is that I want. So your answer is going to be as simple as that. But sometimes we need that little slap in the face simplicity to say, if I believe in myself, if I work through this self-doubt, I'm going to be one step closer to being where I want to be or achieving what I want to achieve. But if I don't, I have no shot. And so to me, if you make it that simple, it is that 100% clear for you to say, well, I'm going to believe in myself, even if it doesn't mean it's going to happen right away, I at least am going to have a chance. Whereas too, if I just totally believe this self-doubt and I don't believe in myself at all, I have no chance. And to me, that makes it a no-brainer. And I think sometimes as humans, we need that simplicity. We need to just be like, ah, you know what? Do I want a chance or do I want no chance? And when we phrase it that way, I think it kind of gives us a little bit of the push, a little bit of the kick in the pants that we need to be able to say, I'm going to do this. I've got what it takes. I can do this. I'm going to take this chance. And sometimes it's that little push, that little kick is all that we need to help us to move forward through this doubt and not be completely controlled by it. So for you, the listener, I want you to remember that. And the next time you find yourself doubting yourself in a situation, very simply ask, what will happen if I work through, what will happen if I believe in myself? And then follow that up with, what will happen if I don't and I listen to the self-doubt? Make it simple. And allow that simplicity to influence your decision in a positive way. And that's all we're trying to do here at the Scotty P Inspiration Show. So as we come to the end of this episode here, we're going to wrap this up a little bit early. We talked about so much different, so many different things with self-doubt today. And I know your mind might be racing thinking, okay, I got some good strategies. I, I've learned some things. But what I want you to really take from this episode is understanding this. Self-doubt is a bully. It's a bully because it's afraid of being exposed for its own insignificance. But as much as of a bully as it is, we can learn to doubt our own doubts. Yeah, doubt our doubts. And focus on the things that we have within ourselves, focus on how far we've come, focus on all the positive and amazing traits that we have, focus on the amazing unlimited potential opportunities that can come from believing in ourselves. And allow that to be what we take action on. And don't allow that self-doubt to be the thing that you take action on. 
So thank you so much again, everybody, for joining me here for the Scotty P Inspiration Show. I hope you all were able to take something positive from this and it can help you on this Monday and your week. Really appreciate it, everybody. We'll be back again next week. Stay tuned. We've got so much more content for you in the coming weeks to be so be a part of this show. So I'm looking forward to it, everyone. Thank you again. Have a great day. This is Scotty P signing off.